0: Listening to Ranking Tracks, part of CKCC Radio, and now your host, Jeff Trelawitz. And welcome back to Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. Now, this time we're going to take a little bit of a departure because normally we talk about rock albums. Everything we've listened to this far, with the exception of Beastie Boys, have basically been a classic rock album. But now we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna step out of that comfort zone. We're gonna go into country. We're gonna go into one of the biggest names in country. A guy by the name of Garth Brooks. Now, I wasn't always a fan of country, I, and I not as much as I once was. I started listening to country back in the 90s. In fact, it was a, uh, the friend of mine that also got me into Queen got me into country. And so he, uh, It told me a little bit about some country artists, so I, you know, turned on the country radio station. Uh, My first big uh, act that I was a fan of was a guy named Mark Wills. And then my friend Chris told me that uh, HBO was going to do a uh, concert from Central Park of this guy named Garth Brooks, and I should probably listen. And he told me a couple of song names to listen for, and I remember him telling me that there was a song called Friends in Low Places. And he said it's one of the best songs ever, and I was like, it just the the, the title itself kind of sounded cheesy. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll give it a shot. And so that day, I uh, watched that concert, and it completely changed my perspective on country. Because, like most people from the north, I really had a negative uh, view of of country music up until probably about a month before this concert happened. So. I look at Garth and Mark Wills, and of course George Strait and Tim McGraw, as and Toby Keith as the uh, people that really helped shape my uh, my like for country music. So I think throughout the course of these podcasts, we'll probably hit a couple more country albums on the way, but we're gonna start with. Garth Brooks and one of his most popular albums. It was released back on August 27th 1990. took a couple months to record it. It was recorded throughout 89 to 1990 and I'm talking about No Fences. The album itself has 10 tracks and yet 5 of them were released as a single. That may be a little bit too much but you know the album did a it was a complete success because when you think about it, five singles and four of them went to number one on the US country charts, and then one of them hit seven. So that tells you exactly how popular this album was, and it reached third on the US Billboard 200. Now, that's not the country ranking. That is the actual Billboard 200. It topped the country albums for that year, so that tells you exactly how good of an album it was. Like I said, 10 tracks, and the length of it was 38 minutes and 29 seconds. So we're going to get started right now, ranking No Fences. And now it's time to start the countdown, and we're going to start with track number 8 is my tenth favorite song off the album it's called same old story and it's your typical ballad about one person still in love with another while the that person is letting go and again it's a very relatable story uh it just for me i look at it as there are much better songs off this album for me i don't think there's really a bad song off this one but uh I think this song definitely ranks on the lower half, which is why it's actually listed as my 10th favorite song off the album. From there, we're going to go to the 9th album, or the 9th song off the album. It is called Mr. Blue. It's actually a cover song of an old, old song by the group The Fleetwoods. Uh, Again, I, I think the original is a little bit better, as most originals tend to be Uh song is basically about just a guy that's depressed he's he's Mr. Blue i mean there's really not much more to say about it it's one of those songs if i say the word Mr. Blue most people don't know the song either the original or the cover however if you actually hear it you instantly go oh yep knew it it's one of those songs Next up is one of the longer songs off the album. It is the 10th track. It is called Wolves. And it's a story song about a small town that's struggling and people are moving in and out and the, the person's thinking about all the people that the wolves have taken out basically. How he's happy that his life isn't as bad but he keeps thinking about those that he's lost. And again, it's not necessarily a bad song. It's not necessarily one a lot of people can relate to, which is again why I think I've put this one a little bit lower down the list. And now we're going to just take a quick moment to have a word from our sponsors. What happens when authors Morgana Williams, Jeff Trelawis, Jack Crosby, and Jeremy Croston come together? you get twisted and sinful stories. This anthology is a collection of sexy, twisted, grim, and wicked tales. Check it out. Alright, and we're back. So this time we're going to be talking about track number two off the album. It's called New Ways to Fly, or New Way to Fly. And what it is, it's, it's a pretty inspirational song about just always trying to find something positive look for that high in life and again it especially in the world that we're living in today we could definitely all use that so the chorus sounds a little something like this now i'm not going to sing it because i'm a horrible singer as you've heard in previous podcasts but a new way to fly far away from goodbye above the clouds and the rain the memories and the pain and the tears that they cry now the lessons been learned they've all crashed and burned Because they could leave it behind if they could just find a new way to fly. And again, it's, you know, one of the. It's not necessarily an upbeat song, but it definitely is a pretty profound song. Uh, I'm not going to say it's deep, but you could definitely. It gives you the feels. My sixth favorite song off the album also happens to be the sixth song off the album. It's called Wild Horses. Now, I would probably like this song more if it was a cover of the Rolling Stones song, Wild Horses, but it's not. It's And it's, very, it's almost identical to another Garth Brooks song called The Beaches of Cheyenne, about a guy who basically keeps saying he's not going to be involved in the rodeo anymore. He promises his loved one who gets worried that he will injure himself or worse, but yet he still somehow keeps turning his back on that promise because he's addicted to the rodeo. So yeah, he's he's got a couple of these songs throughout his career. Uh, again, it's having never been a rodeo guy myself, it's not a very relatable song for me. But I, I like the melody, I like the beat to the song, which is why it's as high up as it is. Now, I always talk about that imaginary line of between really good songs and... Just good songs, and for me, it, it is right here. It is the top five on it. Uh, before we actually get to that, I do want to say that Wild Horses was the sixth release off, or the fifth release off the album, and it was the only one that did not reach number one on the country charts. But one song that did make that list is coming in at number five. It's called Two of a Kind Working on a Full House. And this song is definitely one of those relationship goals songs. It's basically about two people doing whatever it takes to make the relationship work. They might not have a lot in common, but it doesn't matter because they find a way to make that relationship work. Uh, Again, it's a very upbeat, very cheerful song. And again, it's, it's one of those songs that you... If you're in a relationship and you know that this person's the right one, you can relate to it. If you're not, say, like, I don't know, me? Like I said, Relationship Goals. It's what, it's what everybody is striving for if they're looking to be in a relationship. And if that song is Relationship Goals, the next song is the complete opposite. This one is called Victim of the Game, and it's a brutal painful song about a breakup so the the song begins like this well it took a little time but i guess you finally learned that promises get broken and bridges do get burned you've been sifting through the ashes just to find a flame holding on to nothing you're a victim of the game and again it's just it's a a brutal song about just trying to make it work when it doesn't no matter what. And you you try and you try and you try, but no matter what you do, nothing works out. So, yeah, it's the complete opposite of the previous song. It is not upbeat. It is not cheery. It will not give you the feels. Well, it will, just not in the correct way. This is not a relationship goal song. This is a bitter breakup song my third favorite song off the album is what actually kicks off the album it is called the Thunder Rolls now Garth is a master of the story song and this song starts with the most ominous thunder you have ever heard and goes into more detail Uh, it's a song about a man having an affair on his wife and it is a, It can be a tough song to listen to, especially if you hear the third verse, which he only performs in concert. It is not available on the studio album. The third verse, because by the end of the song, she realizes that he is cheating on her. And so the line goes, well, this is the last day she'll ever wonder where he is. Because she then goes and murders him. So, yeah, it's, like I said, it's a a tough song to hear, especially when you hear that third verse. But it is a good song. It is a, like I said, it's, it's not an easy song to listen to. As much as I like this song, I have to really be in a certain mood to listen to it because of its dark overtones. And then the next song, again, is the complete opposite of that. It is track number seven. It is called Unanswered Prayers. Both track, this song and the Thunder Rolls, were released as singles and both went up to number one on the country charts. Unanswered Prayers is one of the most inspirational songs that you'll ever listen to. Now, again, I'm not a big fan you know, religious guy. I don't listen to a lot of songs that talk about Jesus or God. But this song to me is so deep that it transcends that. Because the line about the the whole point of the song is you know you can sit there and you can pray for something because you really want it and you don't get it and you you know, you you can be upset with God for not giving you what you want, but deep down you find out that it's for the best, because something better comes along later in your life that you never expected. So that's what this song is all about. And to illustrate that, the chorus of the song says this, Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Remember when you're talking to the man upstairs that just because he doesn't answer doesn't mean he doesn't care. Because some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. You could want something when you're younger, like, with all your heart, all your soul, you want this in your life, you want this person, you want this job, you want this car, whatever it is. And you think that, you know, we've all been there. How am I going to get by if I don't get what I want? And then you don't get what you want, and then all of a sudden, something even better comes along. And that's the whole point of the song. It's, like I said, it is one of the most inspirational, feel-good songs. And it really is such a great, deep song. Now, we talked about a third mysterious verse for uh, the Thunder Rolls, Garth has another song that has a mysterious third verse that he only does in concert now anyone who knows anything about Garth Brooks knows exactly what song I'm talking about it is my number one song off the album it is a song called friends in low places and to me it is the perfect drinking song or one of the most perfect drinking songs And like I said, when I first heard the title, I did not get it. I did not understand it. And I just thought it sounded like a dumb song title. And I will fully admit that I was completely wrong. The song itself is about not fitting in with people. And again, it's a very relatable song. I think we've all been there at one point or another to feel like we didn't fit in with a certain group. And so... You know, it's it's about a country guy trying to fit in with high class society and cotillions and things like that when, you know, like I said, we've all been there. This song actually transcends most of country music to the point where it appeared in an episode of 90210, the original, not the reboot and not the meta reboot, but the original episode. Uh, run as well, and it's played in baseball stadiums. I know the Kansas City Royals absolutely love this song. Uh, But as far as that mysterious third verse, it is one of those songs where uh, it involves a sort of curse word, and so Garth only does it live, and it's to the point where it's a, like, if you go to a Garth concert, you expect that third verse. It's not something that's even in question and it becomes the song itself is a great sing along song but even garth knows the impact of that third verse and having seen the man live in concert myself he allows the audience to sing the third verse himself he does not sing it so uh great song uh i would also be remiss if i did not mention that this is my uh my theme song with me and my bff so it has so much more meaning to me as well. So thought I would throw that out there as well. So that's going to wrap up this edition of Ranking Tracks. Listening to Garth Brooks' No Fences album. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you get a chance to check out some of the other uh, shows here on CKCC Radio. There is the Bored to Death Binge Cast, which... Makes it possible to binge a season of a show in little chunks, and they talk about it. I know they've done a lot of the uh, Netflix Castlevania shows recently, so check that out. Uh, Chris ranks the universe, which is on hiatus right now because Chris, much like this podcast, he ranks stuff. And he will take a common theme and then rank them all. But first, he's got to do his research. Now, for me to do it, it's me listening to an album. For him to do it, it's a whole lot more. The first uh, chunk of Chris Ranks the Universe was the uh, every Disney animated movie. So for him to do that, he had to watch every single one of them. Uh, I know, I, I'm pretty sure the next one will either be MCU or Star Wars. So much easier to do that than 60-plus movies. But... Definitely check out Chris Ranks the Universe, especially because I am on the Disney ones. Uh, I probably won't be on the next chunk, but I'll definitely pop on Chris Ranks the Universe again. Uh, there's the flagship show, Club Café Brussel Talk. If you're a fan of sports entertainment wrestling, check out that show. Check out J Bunny's Music Hub, where the host interviews different musicians. There is the Motivational Moves Podcast which is once a month, the first Monday of every month. Get some inspirational uh, comments from a great man, a good friend of mine, and published author as well. There is the Race Nerd podcast. NASCAR is back, so you can get some insight with the Race Nerd podcast. There is the Stupid Sexy podcast with Chris and Dan, where they... uh, talk about every single simpsons episode ever they're just wrapping up season one right now and then there is the new number one show on the network it's called united we fan it is a great pop culture nerd cast and then there's my two shows there's the one you're listening to right now ranking tracks and then there's real paranormal talk so there's pretty much a podcast for everybody now, next week, we will actually, or next time when we come back for ranking tracks, we're going to do uh, uh, Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. And I will actually be joined by the podcast legend himself, the man who started CKCC Radio. I'm talking about Chris O'Mealy. So listen for that. And in the meantime, have a good one, everyone. Thank you for listening.